Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest to the queens hello ladies gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to stardom quest the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world i am as always alex and i am joined by dylan hi dylan hi alex i did not oversleep for this Ooh. luckily um i'm sleeping pretty late lately because uh i've been having trouble sleeping but yeah we are here to talk about uh a company stardom um, you know, I haven't been watching much wrestling lately. I've been watching mainly One Piece. Uh, I've watched like 40 episodes in the past week and a half. Um, it's it's not very healthy. But then again, I would have just spent that time watching wrestling if I wasn't doing that. So, you know, who's to say? I'm not sure what's more fruitless, watching One Piece or watching wrestling. Like, yeah. watching One Piece is like a mountain that you will never climb like hey, i'm so... getting through i'm getting through i've gotten to hd one piece which is 207 episodes in um i've are gotten you, there i've, I've been the watching this show version? No, I know no, like I'm the oh okay because i know there's a shortened version of like yeah, they put out all the, the filler the thing about one piece you know what's funny is that i just got through a filler i'm sorry guys if you guys don't give a fuck but i'm talking about it anyway um the thing about one piece is that like i just got through a filler arc um it was like one of my favorite arcs of the entire show because it was so good so like when it comes to like the show filler like the 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 um you know arcs and the stories that are filler those are usually kind of decent the issue with one piece is that like the way that they animate it and the way that they shoot it is that they like hang on one scene for like a minute and a half longer than they need to just with like kind of like motion shots of like nothing happening and that's where all the length come from comes from Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't get as bad until like a few hundred episodes in. So um, once it gets to that, I don't know how, how I'll how I'll do. But uh, for now, I'm I'm making making my way downtown, walking fast, faces fast. And I'm homebound. All right. <laughs> OK. Head on over to the five star network dot co for all of the latest uh, podcasts and articles from the wonderful world of pro wrestling i never have anything to shill uh dylan i think you've been quiet for once so i'm trying on over i started oh. writing again yesterday two days ago uh about strong style which is a fun thing to write about um both the faction and the philosophy so that's fun um don't expect that out anytime soon though <laughs> the way you yeah. work it's uh yeah I mean, why, have you have you uh, touched the Mayu one no, at all? I gave up. You mentioned I, I gave up. a lot. Um, yeah. I loved that one, and then I just like it started to crumble, and I was like, I can't. I'm gonna hurt myself doing this. This is gonna hurt yeah. me a lot if yeah, I just that, that, that happens. If it just turns to shit instead of me just giving up on it, I was like, I don't want to do that. Well, that's how Dylan works. It's yep. uh, yeah. All right. Well. Uh, there was kind of some stuff happening in Stardom over the past week. Um, not a lot of it on screen. Some of it was off screen. 
Uh, I think the biggest one is that Saya Kamatani spoke for the first time since her injury. Mm. Uh, you know, she's been very quiet. Um, most people are just kind of waiting for the return. She did an interview with Tokyo Sports. Um, and Tokyo Sports, it, it's where wrestlers tend to show their hand. Um, it's very kayfabe. So, you know, they're always going to say certain stuff that you would say in kayfabe. But they do kind of tend to show their hand a little bit as to what's going to happen. And so I think there is some interesting stuff from this Saya interview. And there's some stuff that you should just ignore. So her saying that uh, I, I consider retirement as 100% pro wrestling nonsense. Because she wants to be like, I considered retiring, but I fought through. Okay. But it's, yeah, that is all that the, meant. That was scary when you read it like on a headline. But then when you like read the at least auto translation of the article, it was like, I thought about retirement. But as soon as I started seeing wrestling again, I remembered how much I loved it. And I love wrestling. I love wrestling so, so much. I love wrestling. And like that was like the, the point of it. Because, uh, yeah, that was scary when somebody just was like, oh, my God, she almost retired. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And then you read it and it's like, yeah, I I, I might have retired if wrestling wasn't so cool. And yeah. That was... <laughs> so I, I did see a lot of people going, oh, my God, she like considered retirement. And I was like, Which, it's a fabe thing. Like, also, baby face. for Joshi wrestlers, I, I don't think like that's a very passive thought, right? Um, yeah, yeah. These women like roll out of bed the wrong way, and they're like, "I think I'm gonna hang up the boots." <laughs> like, as, I've right. said, as I've said before, Mayu was for like a month in like 2016 was just like, "Yeah, I'm retiring." She just told everybody she was retiring and just didn't. But just because she felt like saying she was gonna retire, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? like the, that's a very natural passing thought for Joshi wrestlers, um, for multiple reasons. But yeah, so. It's not as huge until she yeah. says she's retiring. It's not that. Yeah, big definitely. Um, now I think the key thing is that she kind of said that um, like she's scared to fly. She's been studying different styles. Uh, she even dropped the hardest bar, which was, "I want to show people how the phoenix with a broken wing can fly." And I was like, "That is that is worth the injury alone." Uh, <laughs> so so you, you didn't have to go through it, man. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's very interesting. She's clearly setting stuff up here. Like, I imagine the build to her first Phoenix Splash post-injury will be this big thing. Because um, mm. she is going to still do high-flying. That's her thing. But she's kind of letting people down easy, kind of saying, hey, I'm not really fully with it yet. And I think that's obviously building to her eventually doing the Phoenix Splash and getting a big reaction. I will say... Um... In the article, she mentioned that she's been watching a lot of overseas wrestling, and that was scary. Uh, but then she said, I've also been thinking about grounding my wrestling a little bit more, which is a lot less scary. <laughs> because if she's watching Sammy Guevara tapes, don't come back. Um, that's a joke. I'm, I'm kidding. But like, really, you know what I mean? Like, if, if, you're, if you're watching American wrestling to get more flashy, that's concerning. But uh, if she's watching like Brian Danielson, she's trying to try and be a little, a little Tecker's girl. Don't. But, you know. It's better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think this is entirely her like setting stuff up. I think she's very smart like yeah. that. Um, you know, it's kinda like when Danielson is like, Oh, everything hurts and I'm like, Oh yeah, so you can sell it in a match. Or Tanahashi being like, My back hurts all the time and then he sells or, it for yeah, an entire tournament. How like, Matt Jackson has been selling the same back injury since twenty eighteen. 
Yeah, like wrestlers are a lot smarter than you think. They are here to lie to you and get you to invest through those lies. And I'm pretty sure Asaya is doing that here. Um, and if not, I mean, even if she is grounded after this, I think she'll be great because uh, you can be grounded and still do that schoolboy powerbomb. <laughs> yeah, just more of yeah. that. More Honestly, like, some, of her, some of her best stuff that she's come up with has been a bit more grounded lately. Mm -hmm. Not lately, but like in the past couple of years. Because, um, yeah, that schoolboy is, is incredible. Um, the kicks are cool. Like, but there is definitely room for her to still be a really cool wrestler, even if she does get rid of some of the more dangerous stuff that she likes to do. Definitely. Um, I think the biggest takeaway I had from this interview, though, is based on any translation I've seen, she did not mention Tam, like, at all. It she was. Did, I have very a very. Briefly. Her main point was: I have a very strong sense of jealousy towards Suzu Suzuki. When I come back, I'm taking everything from her. And that is the second person in an interview over the past week who has basically completely ignored Tam and set stuff up with other people. Because Suzu did the same. She's like, "Oh yeah, Tam's reign is past her expiration date." Like I. I mean, I'm, Julia I'm also did that. Yeah, which is really interesting because. You would assume if they're still doing Tam and Saya, Saya would have built to it here. But instead, she's focused on Suzu. So I don't know if that's, uh, if that's maybe a giveaway that Suzu might beat Tam. It's going to happen. Uh, Tam hasn't been on the shows. She's not on the shows this weekend. Um, her knee, as we predicted last week, uh, the day after we recorded, they were like, oh, by the way, Tam's knee is fecked. She's not on the shows. So um, the commentary team also said uh, that their team might just be out of tag league. Uh, yeah, it so, depends on her condition. Like, I don't know if Tam will make it to the Suzu match. I don't know if she's going to do the Suzu match, lose, and take the time off. Um, but it seems to me like most people are building to matches with Suzu and not Tam, which is very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because. It's similar to what happened with Julia, where it's like, you kind of look at a Suzu, a potential Suzu reign, and it's like, she has so many ops, it's so easy. You know what I mean? Because um, everybody wants to beat up Suzu. So, mm -hmm. like, I think that there is room for that, but I also think that it's like, I don't know, just the, the, the setting of it all feels very not like they would do that. But I guess... Maybe they see a Suzu Saya match or a Suzu Micah match or a Suzu Julia match as a bigger year end than Tam Saya, especially if Tam is like yeah. working injured now. You know, if she's if she's having uh, a hard time, um, you never know. I don't know. Uh, it does it does put a little bit more like question in, into it, right? Like I think mm -hmm. at first everybody was pretty much like, you know, ninety ten Tam's winning it gold rush why are we doing this um i still probably favor tam just because that's how this works but suzu's like creeping up you know it's, it's getting a bit more even of like who could walk away with the belt yeah definitely i mean it seems more likely to me now that saya won't immediately challenge for the belt when she comes back and they might do that at the april show and then i don't know if you have tam hold it until the april show or if you do a four-month Suzu run or something. Like they could do either, really. Um, but it's definitely... In the space of a week, they be they went from Tam as essentially beating Suzu to I have no idea 
what's going to happen, um, which is good. Unpredictability is good. And especially with both of them kind of making sense as winners, I, I don't think I'd hate either option. So I, I do think this Saya interview put a lot of doubt in my mind as to who's going to win between uh, Tam and or Suzu. But I don't know if Tam is going to make the match. Obviously, we don't know as of now what her status is. Like, it doesn't look it doesn't look good, basically. Uh, if if she's not even they're not even sure she's in tag league. Like that ends a week before the, the match with Suzu. Like they're not leaving it a lot of time. So very interested in that. Um, and I think that's all from the Saya Suzu aspects. I I don't think there was much else from Saya Kamtani that she really said. Um, so the other kind of interesting thing was they announced the matches for the uh, Thailand Expo. So this mm-hmm. is on the 21st and 22nd of October. So there's uh, four different matches, basically, or five, sorry, five different matches and a performance. So I'm going to get into this performance, don't you worry. The first match is Siri versus Wakasukiyama in a first-round tournament match. We then have Mina Shirakawa and Yuna Mori also in a first-round uh, tournament match. Then we have a setup offer match between Jenny and Matcha. Uh, most people know Matcha as Tepla from from Twitter. She used to do the drawings, um, and then there, there's there's people who don't know the Tepla saga because uh, yeah. She was like well known for doing these like really cute drawings of the wrestlers, and then one day it was like, oh, by the way, I'm a wrestler in Thailand. Everybody's like, holy shit, what? Um, and in Gato move, like yes. she like that that like she's like, yeah, Emi Sakura trained me. Everybody's like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it it was oh. crazy. So um, she she's... still does a lot of art. She, I'm pretty sure she's made Emi Sakura's gear and Will Ospreay's gear, and like, like oh. she's. Okay. Like designed it, not made it, but you know, uh, has done. She's des- designed like most of Osprey's shit for like years. Yeah. So she yeah. uh she made Mar- Mariah May's newest shirt design as well. She drew it. Yeah. Yeah. So she's she's very involved. Very in talented. Yeah. Yeah. Very talented. Uh, I haven't seen her wrestle. Uh, not in years at least. I think I saw one match of hers a couple years ago, but like haven't seen her wrestle in years. But she's a very great artist, and I hope that she's good in the ring because yeah, this is cool. Uh, so Jenny, Jenny <laughs> is the interesting one because they're letting Jenny perform uh, before the main mm. event. Her idol group is performing. She, they're rolling out the red carpet for Jenny, and I think they're they're bending over backwards to sign her up because Mina said after the Goddess uh, match, she said, "I'm going to Thailand. I'm going to train. I'm going to recruit for Club Venus, and if it isn't Jenny." I would be horrendously shocked because I saw this woman. She she was at the Stardom offices the other day. She's been training all around Japan. She was in Gato Move as well. If they are not trying to sign this woman, I would be shocked. Like I took one look at her and I went, that is a Rossi signing. Like that is Rossi to the core. She's an idol and everything. They follow her idol group. They're that desperate to get her in the door. So um Oh wait, that's her. Oh yeah, she's definitely joining. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I I saw the the matchup picture right, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, she definitely has like a vibe. But then I realized that I've seen her on Twitter before, like like just around. Uh, and yeah, that's she's definitely she she's definitely joining. Yeah. Like if, <laughs> like, if they're gonna expand into Thailand, there's no better way than getting a, a an idol from Thailand to spearhead it. Now, I don't know if she's going to sign sign because she is with setup and she is with an idol group. So I don't know how that will work. 
but I feel like they're going to try their best to get her as much as they can. As At least for like New Blood shows. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like as soon as I saw her, I went, "That is a Rossi signing." Like that man is doing concrete bumps to get her to sign. Like no doubt about it. So um, I, I'm kind of interested in Jenny and Matcha match, and I'm thinking afterwards, like whoever wins will get offered a spot on Club Venus or something. Because uh, yeah, Mina Mina did say I'm going to Thailand and I'm going to uh, recruit for for the group. So yeah. She also was kind of joke like, oh, I'm going to become a Thai fighter. I was like, oh, this is going to be dope. Do that. Mm-hmm. Do some Muay Thai. Yeah. I'm rocking with it. I also do have on good authority that Jenny is green, but she slays. And I think that's the best type of prospect <laughs> to get. Like, if you if you can slay, we can go along with the rest. Like, the rest this can is, come this later. This is why you were so early to Mariah May. It's because she yes, was kind of green, it, yeah. but she slayed. And here we it's, are. It's, it has not failed me yet. I have been right. Have you, so, seen, uh, have you seen her filler arc? I, I know it's a very nerd way to, for me to put it. But like, it shows Ramley posed on Twitter like, yeah, I got stranded in the middle of the night and hung out with a fox. What, what are you doing, homegirl? Are you okay? <laughs> she's just living. She's having a time yeah. of her life. I was, I was just like amazed. I was like, this like in-between part where like she's not wrestling in stardom, but she's not wrestling wherever she's going to go. <laughs> um, it's just very funny. She's rambling. It's like, oh yeah. By the way, this crazy ass thing that doesn't happen to people happened to me today. I was like, okay, homegirl, we miss you. Hope you're okay. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I'm sure she's fine. She's having a good time. Um, the other matches on this tie show are uh, there's a, a third place match for the tournament and then the final. So I imagine they're running back Mina versus Siri. Um, yeah, Siri probably beats Mina again. So that's fun. I imagine this was originally going to be a Meltier match they were going to do because it, it was meant to be um, Tam, Natsupoi, Waka, and Unimon. And Siri and, and Mina were drafted in to replace Meltier. So I assume this was meant to be a Meltier match before they changed it. Hmm. So it's probably Siri. Yeah. Which is great fun because I have to watch Mina lose again. But um, <laughs> you know, it's gonna be interesting. Goes on another level. News. What you know about it? Yeah, that's 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 true. But yeah, there, there might be some news coming out of that. I think there should be something interesting with this Jenny girl. Um, the return of the SWA title. I mean, why not? We need it back at this stage. Um, Stardom also announced that on uh, the Edion Arena show on November eighteenth. Uh, this is well, this is Stardom Gold Rush. This is the Tam Suzu show. Uh, there's going to be a mixed martial arts UWF rules match between Siri and the Scandinavian Hurricane, which is the stardom name for Alice Inc. Um, so I, I've I've been talking about Alice Inc. for a while. I was like, hell yeah, she'd go crazy in stardom. And when she showed up, people were tagging me, and I was like, hell yeah, I finally won. Uh, they didn't say her name. That was the funniest part. No, it's because she looked familiar. Now. She's she's not. She looked Alice familiar, Inc. but I was like. Nobody's helping me here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it was so funny. Um. So that was that was a big win for me. If you don't know Alice Inc., which is totally fair, uh, there's a lot of matches of hers on YouTube. Uh, the European promotions put up a lot of matches for free. She has one with Emerson Jane that's probably worth watching because I, I she's think a Emerson WXW regular, right? Yeah, but I, I think WXW is bad, so I won't I won't recommend that. Um, but she, she has a match with Emerson Jane that's on YouTube for like free from the promotion that ran it. Um, and I think Emerson Jane is good, so it's probably the best 
opponent to see her against. Um, for, for anybody who hasn't seen Alice Inc., it's kind of like Tommy End, you know, specifically Tommy End, like Malachi Black is kind of different to Tommy End in, in how he wrestles. It's kind of, it's very Tommy End coded, like a lot of very realistic strikes mixed you know, with the pro wrestling pace. I wasn't crazy about Tommy End, indie, like on the indies, but I think a like a female Tommy End is probably killer. So I'm yeah. excited. That um, sounds pretty cool. So, so Stardom kind of gave away the Alice Inc. thing because they've followed her on social media for a while. They followed a couple which, other people, as far as yes, I'm aware. And I have that list right here. So they follow Ivy Malibu, Brooke Havoc, Ashley Dambois, and Hyan. Mm. And obviously Hyan is, is wrestling Julia. So I asked around about Brooke Havoc. I have a friend who trained in the Nightmare Factory. And he couldn't say yes, but he didn't say no. Which kind of leads me to believe there's smoke to the fire of Brooke Havoc maybe going to uh, do a start. I, I would, I would believe Brooke Havoc going. Yeah, definitely. She's very much like a a good worker, you know. So I, I think she'd be perfect for the Japan. If, if anybody was a uh, was <laughs> grinding through those uh, <laughs> those pandemic era AEW shows, uh, Brooke Havoc is the girl who like Cody personally trained and like. Mm -hmm gave a code of a uh, stamp of approval on and got her a debut match on aw tv and shit uh and yeah as far as i've seen she's gotten better from there so i hope she's yeah in. um i um, don't know when though yeah i have no idea um this same person did bring up ivy malibu they said she's really good so i've never seen her but if if this guy says that this is a good wrestler then I, I imagine Ivy Malibu is good. Um, I haven't who knows? seen her either, but I also feel like I remember seeing that she was taking bookings for 2024. Yeah. Like for like the first half. So that's a bit more far out if she is coming in. Because um, I remember somebody brought her up a minute ago and I, I mm -hmm. looked it up and like this is a few weeks ago. So, you know, I don't know if she, if that changes or whatever, you know, I feel like that's a bit more of a, a commitment for the first yeah. few months of the year. So I don't know if she comes in sometime next year, if she's doing some American dates against stardom wrestlers, but uh, that's as much as I know about her. <laughs> yeah. All I know is I was told that she was good and one to look out for. Um, and Ashley Dambois, most people know her from AW. Um, I think she's worked another promotion since. Maybe it might have been just been Ring of Honor. Um, I, I like Dambois. I think she's like a good prospect. Um, She's trained by the guy who trained Diana Perazzo, which I think is a, is a good sign. Like that, you you've got some good wrestlers coming out of that guy's tutelage, basically. Um, and I think she has the kind of background that really works for wrestling. So I'd be interested in a run from her in, in Stardom because I think she's another one that American promotions will eventually be like, oh, we should have signed her a long time ago. Yeah, um, I for a second i thought you were because uh, I, I was misremembering i thought Deanna Perazzo trained under lance storm i thought you were big leaguing lance storm i was like really just the guy but okay yeah it's not lance storm no it's it's, it's like tyler <laughs> Ty, tyler adams or something i i cannot yeah, I remember his name for the life of me but i know he's a good trainer like that's yeah. uh yeah i don't um, know why but i thought that she trained under lance storm i was like you're really big leaguing lance storm right now <laughs> um but yeah i mean People, fans of this show will remember that I thought that Ashley Dumbois and uh, Megan Bain were the same person, even though they're very, very different people. Um, yes. But, you know, who, 
who's to say? Okay, Diana. It says she's trained by Rip Rogers, but I don't think that's true. She's, she's definitely. How know. He trained Megan Bain. Uh, Diana Peraza. I, I I could probably fall down this for a long time, but I know there was some correlation between Dan Blois and somebody who trains good wrestlers, and so I was like, hell yeah, she's cool. But anyway, that is some people to maybe look out for in the stardom sphere uh, going forward. Damian Adams. Damian Adams, that's him. Yeah, he trains some real hoopers from what I've seen. So uh, Tiara James, Electra Lopez, Wendy Chu. Uh, those are the famous ones. I mean, Wendy is good. And, oh, right? and Megan Bain, and Megan Bain. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So you see, he's he's got some good ones, and I think he helped with Diana post WWE, maybe. But um, I believe it. Yeah. So that's all the news I want to say that we won't cover anyway. Um. As it was kind of a busy enough week uh, from stardom. But yeah, I think that's everything. So we can just get on to the review section now. Uh, we had... uh, first, I must I must hijack the show very briefly um, because I, I told a, a friend of the show who I will not name as you will get mad at him, uh, but I think you'll probably guess who it was, that I would briefly bring up Takuya Nomura versus Fuminari Abe because that shit ruled. It was, was this killer. Xavier? No. This Scott? No, damn! Oh. I, I it, it was Sandre. What? Oh, sorry, sorry, really? Sandre. Uh, yeah, he texted me and was like, "Hey, you should you should bring up bring it up because I know I know Alex said it was fine, which means that's good if it's a male wrestling match." So uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. It was great. I mean, I know it's not Joshi. I know nobody cares, but that match was so fucking good. It was like fifteen minutes. It was probably the. It was one of the two best knockout submission matches um, of the year up there with Shuri and, and Hashimoto. Uh, it, it was really good. Probably the best independent match of the year. Uh, maybe not because of recent Nakajima and Sari's independent. But still, it's up there. I know it sounds like I'm, I'm shitting on it, but it was really good. And I think everybody should go watch it because it was very fun. Uh, imagine me and Alex just beating the fuck out of each other because we're besties. Um, but we were also like the wrestlers we wish we were. You know what I mean? Like, if, if me and Alex wanted oh, to be yeah. wrestlers and yeah. were wrestlers, we would be astronauts, and we would kill each other in the exact same way <laughs> that astronauts did on that match. So, um, yeah, that was very good. Go check yeah, that out. I, I, I'm very, I'm very Takuya Nomura coded. I think. Yeah. That's see, I'm, good. I'm, I'm straight up. If I was a wrestler, I would want to be Fuminori Abe. So, like, yeah. it's just that's how you know that's how we are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, go check that. It's a really great Puro match. Even even if you aren't a big Puro guy, I would say it's it's at least worth the watch. Alex, I yeah. don't know if you would agree, but it's at least worth the watch. Well, I think at worst you're gonna think it's it's all right. I mean, I I tend to not like a lot of Puro. I think Puro at its core is like really boring. Um, but I thought it was like fine. But it was also up to a up to a certain point. I thought it was a good match, and then they just tried to like have their cake and eat it too. And I was like, okay, you you, you could have ended this, and I'd have said you'd had a very good match. But then it was like, okay, yeah, that's all right. The time. I will say it's wild that Abe didn't just win with the. I think he got an octopus on or a manji, or something. I don't know. He got a submission yeah. on, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that should be the finish. And then Nomura reversed it, and then they did a couple more moves. And then they ended it. I was like, you could have just cut out the last two moves, really. <laughs> you know, like yeah. a, a, something as small as that. But no, I, I thought it was a great match. Alex is a negative Nancy when it comes to Piro. So uh, he also thinks him saying it was all right is is a sign of admiration. 
usually when it comes to yeah match. when when i said in discord that it was all right somebody was like oh that makes it a top five pure match of the year <laughs> i was yeah, like all right yeah, exactly like, that's great my my words carry this much weight uh, i like it so yeah um that was that was the uh, non-joshi part um back to sadly the joshi uh we had an october 14th stardom saitama tournament Sidon chemical arena saitama Soberina. That is how you know the house shows are back. The chemical arena in front of 273 fans. The chemical goes slow, Alex. The yeah. chemical goes slow. That is a great reference that, like, if you don't get, I'm really upset with you. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just know I would be disappointed in you if you don't get the reference. Like, that's it. I'm, like, disappointed. Big Tegan um, Knox fan, Alex is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sure. <laughs> And Nick's, Nick's That's a Google. reference that even less people will know. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, oh, she's she's interesting. She's an interesting person, that Tegan Knox. Anyway, uh, we had Koguma beating Fukigen Death uh, with a roll up. I didn't actually I watch watched. this. I, I didn't internalize that it was Koguma and Fukigen Death for some reason, and now I'm like, why didn't I watch this? Like, this is this is two cokeheads. It was funnier than like, I guess people would give it credit like i don't know it's just a funny little match you know what i mean yeah. uh koguma really does do the bare necessities around here and I, I i love it for her um i thought that like the shtick was good right like that mm-hmm. that's the thing with fukigen death matches is that it's like sometimes it's like oh i've seen this before i've seen this match before but it was, it was a little funny so you know i gotta give it props it wasn't great or good or anything but it was a fun little match all right uh, the match after that was Mina Shirakawa beating Hanako in eight and a half minutes with a figure four leg lock. Uh, this was fine. It was all right. Yeah, I wasn't going to watch yeah. that. Okay, that's fair. Uh, we had Hazuki and Mayu Iwatani beating Miyu Amasaki and Lady C. Uh, Hazuki got the win over Lady C with a senton in seven and a half minutes. Um, this was this was good, I guess. It was, you know, there was some good parts. This was solid. I, I, yeah. thought, it was, I thought it was decent. I, I think Lady C and Miyu did a lot more, like, smart moves in this than you kind of expect mm. from lady c and miyu uh from like the cell lady c and mayu did the cell after the big spin um they both sold it beautifully and i thought it was super well done like lady c uh did the spin and then she stopped and she went over to tag miyu and then she just like flopped to the ground because she was dizzy and i thought that was like so funny even though it was just like a spot that nobody else really gives a fuck about because it was just something very small but i just thought that there were just certain almost character moments and certain aspects of, of Lady C and Miyu's stuff that was quite well well done, you know, considering that they're Lady C and Miyu, Amasaki. Uh, I mean, Miyu Amasaki is kind of good now. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah. know, if, yeah, I don't yeah. know if you've noticed. Uh, she, she was yelling here. I never, ever used to see her yell to, like, do the fighting spirit stuff. I don't know how new this is, but she, like, I noticed it. She was, like, screaming, and I was like, holy shit, she's doing stuff. Um, it took her, it took a little bit to go into effect, but that passion was injected, my man. Yeah. So I mean, she's on her way to being a, a real wrestler finally. Because um, yeah, I thought she was good um, in the New Blood main event a few weeks ago, and yeah. there was just so much happening. I I kind of forgot to mention it, but she's she's like clearly a lot better than she used to be. Um, so yeah, here I was like, wow, she's like a proper wrestler now. That's that Anu match really did flip the switch did honestly yeah because that was Cause like that the was shuri match one. a few months earlier was really good but then she had a couple uh, and then that that anu match really was like the day <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, so fair play to Kevin. Um, it made me miss Aya Sakura because she's still not around. And I'm like, man. I don't even see her seconding much. Yeah, like, do you? I've been seeing Komomo Minami more. Imagine what that GP tour would have done for Aya Sakura. She would have come out of that like, hooping, oh, yeah. like crazy. But um, <laughs> we must wait. Um, the match after that, anyway, was Megan Bay and May Sarah and Suzuki beating Momotanabe, Raka, and Natsuko Tora. Uh, Megan Bain won in 8 minutes and 40 seconds with the neck-hanging bomb. Um, the visual of Megan Bain and the GP winner coming out to May Sarah's music was so funny, and I have no idea why. I guess it was amazing. Um, and I am here for uh, Megan Bain hot tag season. She, They are now just sticking her in the corner until the hot tag, and she is killing it, and it's great. Um, it was obviously more evident on the show the day after, but they did it again here. Um, at one point, Momo kicked May Sarah so hard that she like bounced into the corner, and I was like, "Hell yeah, we're back!" Like, May Sarah is such a good seller. Um, she is, yeah. Her her work with Tora and Momo, I was like, "This is exactly what you should be doing against the tie. Just beat up the small one." I guess. See, it, it yeah, went. I mean, I probably could have watched this one, but I I usually have a a if I'm deciding on whether or not to watch an Oedo tie house show tag match. I usually go with the no, um, yeah. <laughs> but you know this looked better than like a lot of the alternative combinations it could have been. So that's could true. Have been interesting. Uh, the main event of the show was Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Micah, and Julia beating Saki Kashima, Amisore, Mirai, and Siri. Uh, Mai Sakurai got the win over Saki with a diving elbow drop in thirteen and a half minutes. Um, I saw this and went, this is a house show four and four tag. I do not need to see this at all. Yeah. Um, I also just, I don't want to watch my Sakurai. I want to be real. I feel like you're in for a bad time because they are clearly pushing yeah. this woman. Like there is, they yeah. they are getting behind her. Um, but yeah, she, she got the win there. Uh, DDM was a united front for like the first time ever. <laughs> um, so that was nice. It's um, funny how, like, you know, a week ago it was completely destroyed, and then they're like, ah, you know, Susan's not around, we're cool. It's like, I don't think yeah. that's how stories work, but okay. Let's, let's uh, there going. was still there was still some tension, because afterwards everybody was like, well, we're going to win Tag League, and I was like, no, we're going to win Tag League. And Micah said, no, me and Megan are going to win Tag League. So still some tension there between the the four of them, but this was uh, Super Don and Mondo getting the win before they... Uh, all fall apart for the tag tournament. Um, and yeah, I think that was all from that show. I think we can dig more into some of the interesting stuff um, for the Goddess uh, show, because a lot of the yeah. same carries over, to be honest with you. It's a lot of the same people to, to kind of spotlight. Because um, this was on the 15th of October. This was the Tag League opening day at Ota Ward Gymnasium. It bombed and got an 813 fans. Um, so no Azumi, no Tam, no Utami, no Saya, no Natsupoi, no Komomo, no Ayasakura, no other Komomo. And people did not show up. Because, uh, yeah, Azumi, Azumi was getting rested for this weekend. Uh, she seems to be back while well, she wrestled today. And she's oh, no. rested this weekend. Uh, is she working on the weekend? Yeah, she's on the second show. She's not on the car, oh, okay. but she's on the other okay. show. At least uh, that's from what I remember seeing. She was. So I think she was just getting rested. She seemed fine to me. Um, 
but yeah, okay, Tam. she is on. She's on this show. She's against uh, yeah. FWC. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's Tam, the one that everybody has again. to look at. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so yeah, this eight hundred and thirteen has caused a lot of uh, a lot of discussion. It takes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't care, it, man. It was a yeah. bad show. Like, 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 no, there were good matches that, but it was Nobody, a bad show. Like, I'm pretty sure even Bake didn't stream this. Like, no, there no, was no, did. there was no Discord watch parties. There was no yeah. people talking about this show. It happened, and it might as well have been the seedling show that nobody bought from a week ago. <laughs> like a seedling show, a seedling show happened eight days ago with a Sari match, and literally not one person has told me anything about it. Not it has not been mentioned in discords. It has not been mentioned on Twitter. Nobody paid for that you show. Know, nobody that, watched that is, it. That is an interesting thing about Stardom is that whenever a show goes up, you usually find like a couple gifts. Here and there on Twitter, usually you know from like Peps or from from you know somebody. Uh, there was just no gifts of that Saitama no. show, and I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, like, I think people are just burned out. Honestly, like we had a long tournament, we've had two pay per views a month. It's like people are just like, I don't like. It's not a great. It's not an amazing show. So it's it's, it's whatever. So. I think the general fatigue around it just spread to the audience who then were like, I'm not going to O to Ward. I can just watch this on TV. Because you have to remember, these shows air on TV in Japan, live as they happen. So And I, also, I uh, the other part of it is that it's in Tokyo. So yeah. there's going to be another better show in Tokyo this yeah. weekend. <laughs> like on paper, this Korokin show that's coming up is a lot better. You know, Seriado's wow. on that show. Like it's a it's a better show. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think this is a bad number. I mean, only because last year for the goddess opener they did two thousand. Um, so down to eight hundred is pretty a pretty drastic drop off. Um, but I, it's certainly not like the end of the world. They did just do their best GP number ever for the GP final. They like set a record for the Yokohama Budokan. That was broke the very next day by the Crush Gals, but that is the Crush Gals. So, yeah, so there's, there's a lot you could take away from that attendance, but I think I, it's, uh, overall, they're still fine. I do think there is a, a discussion to be had about how putting a break in between the five-star and the next stuff that happens um, would benefit stardom, mm-hmm. just monetarily. Because I think that like the local fans... If they went to the five star final, why would they want to go to this show? It's two weeks later, not as interesting. It's like really like I think if you took a few weeks, you know, if you if you gave them a couple weeks off, then did a pay per view, and then did the the goddess even, um, I think that just like people would be like more ready to come back to stardom, right? That's why Destruction Tour gets decent numbers. Is because it's like, oh well, the G one's over, and then you get a few weeks to like kind of like simmer, and then you're like, okay, I'm ready for more New Japan, you know, like like that's how I was, and I'm not even like a religious New Japan watcher, but like after a few weeks, I was like, I'm ready for some more. I want to see some more. Then they gave me a Tangaloa, and I said, never mind. But still, like, no joke. I think that that's probably a smart thing to do, Uh, and we've talked about this a million times. But even just from a monetary standpoint, I think this number tells you maybe don't pack this shit up so much and people will get less fatigued both monetarily and just viewer wise you know what i mean yeah definitely 
Because, I mean, this was the third pay-per-view in, like, 20 days or something like that. Like, three weeks. The... I mean, it was yeah. three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. Like, it's a lot of anybody. So, yeah, I can see why this just, like, sunk like a lead balloon, uh, in all honesty. Um, but anyway, on to the show. We had, uh, in a pre-show match, Rocka beat Unimon in six minutes of the Freezer Bomb. It's had a couple cool, cool. Haas spots in it. Yeah. Uh, about what you'd expect otherwise. Shouts out Ruaka. Yeah. Happy she won. Um, she, the match, <laughs> she does, she does. Uh, the actual opener of the show then was Mai Sakurai and Tekla beating Miyu Amasaki and Mirai. Um, Mai Sakurai won with the ladies' clutch in seven and a half minutes over Miyu Amasaki. That's just a pin. She just sits on you. Like she didn't do the. Oh, this this was the really funny one where she like got a was it a Kirafuda? No, it's not a Kirafuda. But she does like the leg trap pin and she like locked it in for about eight seconds before the referee realized it. Was yeah, because he was just like standing there and she was like pin pin it. <laughs> like I, I got I it. I was like Miu is getting disrespect right now. Save save my homie Kevin from my Sakurai pinning yeah. her for ten seconds. Yeah. Um. I I went upstairs to get coffee during this match. Um, so the only thing I saw from it outside of like the closing stretch was my Sakurai throwing a stack in Mirai's face. Yeah. That was, it was very funny. That was very funny. I'll give her that. That was very funny. See, I feel like they're priming my Sakurai for some big stuff because she gets this like big fancy robe Uh they played her music over Tekla's. She has the money spot now and she got the pin in both matches since coming back fully. So... I don't really know where the end goal is with my Sakurai, but they're clearly getting behind her with something in mind. I don't know what that is, but um, I, th- I think you might be seeing a big my Sakurai match sooner rather than later on a, on a pay per view. Oh man, they're def- they're beating fucking Mayu and Hanan, aren't they? Like I'm looking at this league table. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, she's beating man. Hanan. They they like the my Sakurai man. It's what can I say? Um. So yeah, that was that was a decent enough match anyway. But uh, yeah, my Sakurai was kind of the real story of it. Uh, the match after that was Julia beating Michiko in ten minutes with a Northern Lights bomb. <laughs> I mean, I guess I. What was it? What, like, what was the point? Julia. Just no, won. that's the thing. Julia just like, beat her ass. Didn't get out of second gear. Didn't give a shit. By the way, like this was half effort, Julia. If I've ever seen it, she was not trying. I uh, just did all the bits. The same table spot we've seen over and over again. Michiko threw some of the worst forearms I've okay, seen in a long, yeah. long time. And then it was just over. Julius beat her. And I was like, oh, sure. Okay. But outside of the first two, because the match started with the forearms, outside of those first two forearms, from that third forearm on, forearm on, uh, Miyagi did good spots. Like every spot that she did. Either she hit well and it looked killer, or she took well and she sold it like a champ. What? Did, why? <laughs> why were we here? Like, <laughs> I really like Michiko. Uh, I've been defending her honor for like a week, even though she's kind of psychotic. Um, uh, why? Like, they they decided that it's like you know. Remember when we like buried you on your way out uh, when you were leaving. How about we just bring you back to do a little bit more of that? Wouldn't that be fun? And then because she works great, she's like, bro, I will wrestle anybody. Please, please give me anybody to wrestle ever. And then Julia's like, okay, now never come back, you fucking pussy. Leave. 
I'm just like, what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> like, I don't know. And I, I, like I've said, I've been arguing with you and Velke about um, Michiko being a good wrestler. But oh, there's definitely better uses for her than fucking this. Because, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, this match is crazy know, to me. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't get it. I don't understand what the point was. Um, like, part of me that, thought, oh, desperate. maybe maybe she'll, like, come in and help uh, Prominence later. And maybe she'll be, like, Prominence's second, right? And that keeps her around. Because, like, it felt like this match was, like, almost too disrespectful to where it's like, okay, Michiko's got to get her heat back somewhere, right? Eventually. And then, no, that just, no, that's not. That's not what they're doing. She's just gone. Julia said sayonara instead of matane. So yeah. Well, Michiko is still making like vague threats. Um, so I'll make you regret everything that happened here. But I, I don't know. Did you see a reporter she... called her stale, and she started going fucking crazy on Twitter. No way. Hasi, you you know Michiko? Hasi? Yeah. Oh, that's gas. Yeah, yeah. Ha- I know him. Hasi tweeted like, "Why did you say the same thing?" In your after the match on Twitter and in your backstage promo, like do something different. And Mitch goes like, "You're really fucking tacky, you know that? Who the fuck says that? Fuck you!" And I'm just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, she's going, she's going ape shit." Um, yeah. So, uh, love Michiko. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. We will have to wait and see. Maybe she also the craziest part was that she did a tombstone, which is like. It's not her finish finish, but it's like her finish. It's like her number two or three. She did Tombstone on a steel chair, and Julie just kicked out, got up, and beat her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where Michiko can go from here. Like it her her comments seem to indicate that they will do something, but unless she gets back up, you've just you've lost. Like you you got beat. You got beat worse than Risa Sarah. And that's saying a lot. Um, I don't. Risa, Sarah, and you got like three hours against Julia, and this match was like it. It felt like four, even though it was ten. It felt like yeah. four minutes of of actual yeah. substance. So um, insane. I don't know. Maybe they're waiting for Julia to like drop the strong belt, and then they'll kick it into gear. Maybe Julia. I also will think face this the... might have been a what? Halloween show match. But oh. then they remembered, oh yeah, Julia can't be on the Halloween show. Uh, and they were just like, ah, just, just stick it somewhere else. I don't fucking know. Yeah, maybe. That might have been something. But you know what? It happened. Julia won. Uh, we, we ball. <laughs> so, after that, we at got into the point, good stuff. At some point, and this is, this is like, you always bring it up about ice lore. But at some point, Ju- we're going to have to have a discussion about Julia's Monster of the Week situation with uh, Outsiders. Because... Oh. I blame that on the crazy. strong belt. Because she wasn't meant to have that. So now they're throwing together matches that weren't meant to happen. Um, but this wasn't for the strong belt, Alex. And I know, but like <laughs> the, the you match and the Risa Sarah match probably weren't meant to happen either. So I, I don't I I feel like that was just them going, oh, well, we have to do something but with even this But even the Maya Yuki match. Uh, where, like, that was good, but that was also, like, you know, a draw. That Mayuki never came back. But yeah, but you're not Which putting, I get, I get you're not putting an outsider over Julia. And I, no but that, that's that's the problem. Is that it's like there's no 
Well, she's losing some money. She's losing to Mercedes. You have to keep her strong for Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think Ruaka should beat Mercedes. I mean, sure, I guess. Um, anyway, anyway, we had the opening ceremony for the Goddess of Stardom Tag League. And during sick. it, Prominence just started to beat the brakes off of Suzu and May. So they all agreed they would be the first match of the tournament. They were going to go and wrestle right then and there. Um, and they had a great match. I thought this was. Fantastic. I will say I think that this uh, it was interesting because I think this probably would have been better flow wise. Excuse me, if it did just go semi main, which it was supposed to. Um, but yeah, the match was really really good. I don't know why I'm burping yeah. so much. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. No Excuse me. Um, I thought this was the best Risa Sarah has looked in a Stardom ring. Like she was into it. Like this was um, that Twitter meme of like the rent was due, uh, there was no money left in the bank. Uh, mortgage was piling up. He had one shot to deliver, and they dropped an all timer. Uh, this was Rita Sarah. So she was just like, "I have." Oh no, I think you're forgetting the triangle. Oh wait, she didn't do shit in the triangle derby. Yeah, that was all Karumi and, yeah. and Suzu. Yeah, so this you, was pre- yeah, this was really good. <laughs> yeah, so you have Karumi being great, and you have Rita Sarah actually motivated to beat the shit out of Suzu, and you have a, a recipe for a great match, and that's kind of what we got here. This was just fantastic. Uh, it ended in a 15 minute draw, which kind of makes sense. Um. Yeah, I, I thought it was very enjoyable. So. Yeah, that was great. Um, Karumi kind of like teetering, by the way. Just you know. Karumi oh yeah, Rock. I mean that that's that's always the highlight of prominence in Stardom as a team, at least. Like I think even when Suzu was around, when she was in team stuff, and Karumi was also in there, like Karumi was always kind of like stealing the show because everybody expects great stuff from Suzu. Everybody expects and sometimes don't get great stuff from Risa Sarah, but Karumi is the one that like nobody really remembers until she just has the best performance on the show. And that's what happened here. Um she like popped the commentators at one point. Cause she just did something like so cool. I think she did like a flipping senton. Like she just ran and did a the their running uh swanton and the commentators just like yelled. They're like, holy shit. Um yeah, cause she's great. Like She's just great. Her and Karumi, her and Suzu, sorry, had a great closing stuff. Um, yeah, this was super fun. I think Risa and Suzu is a match that they should probably like do at some point in Stardom. Yeah. Because uh, it felt like that was like a build to something, but I don't know when they plan on doing that as a singles. Because I don't think, I mean, unless Suzu gets the belt, you know, another one of her ops can challenge for yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, we'll see. I really like this. I think Suzu and Sarah are going to have a great tournament. I think Karumi is especially going to have a great tournament. And I think Risa Sarah is up to the plate, uh, as you said, that she will be very good. I'm excited for for Karumi to be like the MVP of like her third tournament this year. She's one of the best yeah. to catch the it, wave, too. She's like, uh, I, w- I would have signed her along with Suzu if I had the chance. Like, I'm, you know me, I'm very high on Karumi. I think especially because be... Karumi doesn't really do death matches that much. Yeah. Like she's yeah, not, it's not like she's like. There. She's loyal to her friends at Prominence, but it's not like her style is like, oh yeah, I am Prominence through and through because I do deathmatch. She doesn't really even do many deathmatches. Yeah, so, no, I, I, I would have signed her up if I would. Well, obviously, I, I, I just think she's great. I would, I would pick her up. But yeah, she's. Uh, I, I feel like you could put something behind her, and she would just be unstoppable. Like she's one of those where if she was signed somewhere and pushed, it would just be so much better. Um, I mean, I've been yeah. saying she should beat literally anybody for about anywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like you know, 
give her the wave belt. Give her. I I tweeted in the heat of the moment because she was so good in this match that she should beat Suzu for the red belt. And yeah, I will stand by go. that. Why not? Let's, like let's I mean, go. let's do it. <laughs> she's I, great. I, I have no issues. Um, next match anyway was a red a red goddess block match. It was Waka Skiyama and Mina Shirakawa beating Hanako and Saeeda in seven minutes and twenty seconds. Mina got the win with an implant DDT over Hanako. Um, it says implant DDT, but it was kind of a butchered attempt at a co-op DDT. Like her and Waka no, so she, to do so it. So she did a terrible tag finish, and then she got her back up and did it again because she realized yeah. it was terrible. So um, they they kind of messed it up there. Um, yeah. I thought this was just, uh, I, I had a good time with this. I thought there was some really good bits. Um, probably could have done with a bit more Ida, but we can always do with a bit more Ida. Yeah, um, Ida's on a fucking run right now. Yeah, but um, you know, there, there I was do a think, cool bit. I think Waka and Ida are cool. Like they have a cool little mini rivalry where like Ida's like, "I refuse to let you beat me," uh, and that's just kind of like the idea. Um, I thought that was cool, but yeah, I agree they didn't really uh, stick with that enough. I think th- this match told me that um, they both both teams have room to have a good tournament. I didn't think this match was good, but I think that like I saw elements of like. Okay, they aren't going to be bad, either team, especially Min Max. I think Hanako, despite still being kind of physically awkward in certain places, um, her match flows a lot better and it works really well with Ida. So I'm excited for like some of their better matches in this tournament. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think this was anything too good, but it was it was decent. You know, I'm I'm excited for to see how both teams kind of show up from here on out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, they'll they'll definitely both have like better matches down the line. Um, it was after this match then that Mina talked about going to Thailand and recruiting for Club Venus. Uh, Waka also mentioned that she's going to have a teammate for the New Blood Tag Match. So, um, uh, Mina specifically said the second story of Club Venus. So it seems like they're going into a new arc of Club Venus with some new uh, members, which is kind of neat. I have to. That's you know. true. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's exciting. Um, I am excited yeah. to see some new blood around. Oh, the next match on the show was a blue goddess block match. It was uh, the Divine Kingdom. It was their name. Megan Bain and Micah beating uh, Amisore and Lady C. Uh, Megan Bain got the win over Lady C in six and a half minutes with an F5. Uh, yes. oh, when also, I say... Uh, Lady, C and, Lady C and Ami are the Rewa Sky Towers because I've been the Rewa. Because I've been trying to figure out what the fuck their name was for like weeks, and then I, you know, Pedro shouts out Pedro. He he was like, "Oh, I think it's that." I was like, "You're right. I'm an idiot." So yeah, yeah they had the tower in their um their Tron in the match. Yeah, it, it became very obvious by the yeah. time they were wrestling. <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah, this was uh this was Megan Bay in hot tag season. Like Micah got the hot tag to her and she hit the Daniel Bryan running knee and I was like, This is I have transcended. She was throwing both women around. It was exactly what you want the hot tag to be, right? Like just a big bastard throwing people around, beating them up. It was perfect. This is such a great use of Megan Bain. Um yeah, her her and Micah work so well together. Like I'm I'm disappointed. If what you said is true, when she is, she is going to be leaving come the new year because I need her and Micah as like a host tag team at the top of the division so badly. 
Yeah, that was cool. I think their Doomsday device is so sick. Like it's it's just yes. nasty. Oh, it's um, great. Micah, because Micah has a headpiece now to match a uh, match Megan's. Um, she looks like Queen Amidala in Episode One of Star Wars, and I think it's a, hmm. it, I think it's a cool look. Um, because she's a little bit she's a little bit more pale than she was over the summer, and so like just the whole vibe, it it just looks very uh Padme esque. Um, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was I was like a solid match. I thought Lady C did well. She's been having good performances, but it was mainly just her getting killed. So you know, her her gear is also pretty cool. Shouts yeah, out. her her gear is like I don't very like controversial it. gear. Yeah, I don't like it, but I can see why people do. Um, I think it's neat. Yeah, see, I feel like if you're just a horny person, you, it's it's good gear, kinda, and if you you're a fashion person, you're like, nah, dog, <laughs> like. Uh, reinvent the wheel here. So you know what? Uh, go for it. Honestly, both audiences are equally valid. Like there's there's nothing wrong with with either uh, source here. So that was Lady C. Uh, I I do agree with you. May I like Micah's new kind of vibe. I think every few months she just like adds something or changes something and gets like slightly better um, as she's nearing her full form. So I'm I'm very interested in Micah. Because uh, I think I think she's got something, especially lately. So I'm here for for this. Um, and yeah, they didn't really say much on the post match promos. It was kind Micah of Micah spoke of the... English to Megan. Um, yeah, that's that kind of nice. A few people now are like, I am going to learn English to speak with Megan. Like she is very popular. Yeah. With or, 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 yeah, I think I think this year a lot of the it's actually really sweet. Um, because like since foreigners have been coming in more that don't speak Japanese. Like, you've noticed that a lot of the roster is, like, even if it's just, like, very brief words and shit, whatever, a lot of the roster is kind of learning a little bit of English to talk to, like, Mariah May and, and Megan. Like, you think about Koguma is just randomly, like, tweeting in English just to, like, shit on Tom Lawler. Or, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, or, or, to, or to, you know, say bye to Mariah May. I think it is a cool little thing. May Sarah is doing the same thing. But, yeah. It's nice, it's nice to see them being homies and it feeling like a it feels sweet you know yeah and until megan leaves yeah no <laughs> there'll always be another white woman don't worry that's true in that's stardom true. in stardom that sounded really bad out of context in stardom there'll always be another white woman in stardom that's true that's true um anyway we had a red goddess block match it was momotanabe and natsuko tora beating saki kashima and siri um, Momo got the win over Saki with a tequila sunrise in 10 minutes. Um, it was the Saki... peach sunrise. Oh, well, the website said otherwise, but okay. Um, Saki and Siri have matching gear. I'm living for it. It is they so also good. Have a, a, team, a team name. Um, do you know what it is? Have you heard? I don't. I have it no is, idea. Um, I... <laughs> it is, I have a crush on my older sister. Um. Why? Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's like Atane, An, Ante Kun. I don't know. Something. It's it's something in Japanese. But uh, yeah, it's it's basically like I am attracted to my older sister. Um, so that's great. Love that for them. Um, and then a way to tie XL is a cool name. But yes, yeah, I like that. Um, Shuri yeah. lives for Tag League, by the way. Like, oh yeah. Just like vibe wise, she always looks like the most happy when she's like doing matching gear with a homie during tag league. 
Well, she did uh, first pop up as a tag wrestler or in uh or in Cheetah were a thing. Um, yeah. I learned today I mean, she, they were they were known as the the Rewa beauty pair or something. Which is mm. kind of interesting. Yeah, they were compared to the the beauty pair. Um and learned that today. That's actually kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like there's been a few teams that have like taken the beauty pair name though there was like a whole list of them and i was like yeah but they're not the the beauty pair they're just no. pale imitations nobody's uh, no. the beauty pair that's true that's true i'm gonna be writing about that soon actually because they're on the ballot for the observer hall of fame and um i was like sure i will write about their case to go in um and now i'm just like i have to write it which is a pain in the ass but i feel like yeah I don't say this to be mean, but if the beauty pair aren't in your Hall of Fame, then it's a sham. So I was like, I have to, I have to say that they should be in. Like, I have to get this yeah. information to the people because it if is they're hard not to kind in, of like dive into the pair era, though. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, there's not a lot of numbers at all, um, except for like random tidbits about how they drew NFL ratings <laughs> just for wrestling. So yeah, but uh, it's just like if they're not in nobody gets in basically so i, I kind of have to write about them but anyway this match that we're talking about uh there was a, a bit of a siri momo exchange that got mm-hmm. that a soul feeling good i was like hell yeah we're so back um and but then momo just, yeah momo just we're, we're threw not, saki never around no um no saki ate a head kick and, and got the revival which was like the first time i've ever seen her do like a fighting spirit spot where she's like ate a head kick. She's like ah, that she got it with the revival, and then she kicked out. But I thought that was dope. Um, that Saki's kind of like progressing into being a actual wrestler, despite being like more tenured than most of the roster. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that aspect of it. Um, I did like that Saki just fucking ran away at the beginning of the match. I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. Uh, yeah, I thought it was like a solid match. It, it wasn't anything like great, but it was it was fun. Lockness yeah, I, Lockdown, I or Lowdown, or whatever the fuck that move's called from um, XL is always killer. I love that shit. Mm, it's good, it's good. Um, it was after this match that uh, the video showed up of Siri being challenged to a UWF Rules match by the Scandinavian Hurricane. They're not referring to her as Alice Inc. I don't think that's going to be her name here. It's it's uh, the Hurricane. Alice, I'm, I'm just going to call her Alice Inc. Yeah, right yeah, I think I will too. Like I it's, hope... it's like Natsupoi. Where, like, at first I was like, I'm just yeah. going to call her Natsumi Maki, because that's just, uh, I just I don't want to call her Natsupoi. And now we're here. So, eventually. But, yeah. yeah, maybe. I hope she does more than just a one match, because I don't like you to ref rules matches, and uh, I would like to see Alice do suck more. Okay. I love so. a good UWF match. Um, yeah, no, a good th- one. We don't see a lot of those. <laughs> I don't know if you were in Discord when, when me and Peps were talking about it in the in the chat um so i tweeted because i was like oh sure he's doing another uwf match i was like for the next legend show we need to get bat yoshinaga in here to wrestle sherry oh my god and i made that joke because obviously bat yoshinaga all japan women's uh legend former tag partner well, Bolmikado. I, I don't know if you can call her a legend i think it's a bit much. call her legend call her legend she'll kill you if you don't call her legend. that's okay? true that's true um she also had that one great tag match with Bonacana, so don't you forget that. Uh, against Mariki Yoshida and uh, Kirohokuto. I think. Something like that. It's, it, I don't know. Those matches all blend together. But I said that, and I made that joke, because, you know, martial arts champion uh, back in the day. And we, didn't, we couldn't figure out who 
the the Scandinavian hurricane was. And so Peps was like, "Oh, is it is it Bat Yoshinaga? Is that who that is?" I'm just like, "That's there's no way you just said that to me. <laughs> you think Alice Inc. is Bat Yoshinaga?" <laughs> and I was just laughing my ass off uh, for like a while. So because I had to explain to him who Bat Yoshinaga was, uh, and I thought that was very funny. So yeah, um, they're returning Bat Yoshinaga versus Shuri. Let's go. I'm ready for that. All right. Yeah. Why not? Um... So uh, there was no nothing really said after that match either. Um, but yeah, I hope Alice does more than just the UWF match. I think her getting some house show matches would be pretty fun. Um, maybe she joins up with Siri after after the match and like tags with Godzai or something. That would that'd be pretty neat. Although Godzai already has enough members, so I don't know. Um, the main event of the show anyway was a Goddess of Stardom um, tag match. I don't know what block. For some reason, it's not saying what block. It was Hazuki blue, and blue. Koguma. Thank you. It was Hazuki and Koguma beating Hanan and Mayu Iwatani. And Koguma pinned Hanan in twelve in just under 13 minutes with a diving body press. Um, they very clearly wanted Koguma and Hanan to come out of this looking great. And they both mm-hmm. did. I think it's interesting that Koguma is winning uh, after the Kairi thing. Like, I don't know what the end goal is there, but she's won both of the matches now since then. Like, I don't know if there's like a renewed Koguma push. The end coming. goal is give FWC back their belts. <laughs> right. But what if the end goal is a Koguma singles run or something? If, I don't know. Maybe that's what's going to happen. Uh, I have no idea. It seems like her and my Sakurai are being prepped for singles runs. That's all I can say for now. Which is surely, so- which is uh, fucking 17th week in a row, which is why we need a third belt. Um, yes. Well, maybe there'll be Cinderella winners or something. White belt, white belt Koguma, white belt my Sakurai. I mean, I'm rocking with white belt Koguma. I don't know about the other one. Um, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I thought this match was. I thought that Hazuki, like like you said, they really wanted to get Koguma and Hanan over here. I thought, despite that, they definitely could have used a bit more Mayu and Hazuki, like just like giving them an extra minute or two in the ring. Because once Hazuki tagged out, like three minutes in, it was all Koguma. Like Koguma was just you know, constant legal member. I was like, mm-hmm. you probably could have given it a bit more of of a little bit more Hazuki and that would have made this match uh, a bit better. But I thought this match was great regardless. Um it was very scary because you look at how injuries have ravaged this card. Um Hanan and, and Koguma were like, let's 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 try to hurt each other. Let's <laughs> let's let's add one more to the list, homie. Because they were just killing each other. They were dropping each other on their heads. Yeah. Everybody was holding their neck at, after the match. I was like, you don't need to do mm-hmm. all this. Nobody's Hanan here. picked out like, a lot. Like She, she yeah. took a lot. It was a very clear effort to make her look as good as possible in defeat. Yeah, I thought this was like... I thought it was great. and I I loved that they were going crazy with it. Um, there was some... Sp- Hazuki hit this... Uh, how do you even say it? So Koguma caught Mayu with a... She was... Ko- Mayu was going for Hurricane Rana, right? For a Super Rana. And Koguma caught her in a Super Powerbomb position. And then Hazuki just ran up and hit this backstabber onto Mayu's neck instead of back. And it was disgusting. And then from there, it just kept being disgusting. It was great. Um, yeah, that was a really good match. Probably not right. as good as the, as the Risa Sarah, as the Prominence versus Suzu May match, but it was very good. Yeah, um, it, it was probably like relatively similar if I had to uh, put a mark on it. But yeah, I think the the first one was probably better. Um, 
That was that show anyway. I thought despite it kind of completely going under the radar and nobody watching it, I thought it was a fine enough show. I had a, a good time watching it. You know, ended by two strong matches. The matches weren't bad, but it definitely felt like a oh that was that wasn't a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I mean listen, a full show is better than a bad show. So hmm. that's really it. Um Earlier today, then, we had uh, the October 18th. Uh, I mean, you know this. You know what date it is. Um, the Decade of Queens. Natsu Samira produced 10th anniversary show as uh, in Shinjuku face in front of a sold out 494 people. Um, that's, that's a little bit less than what the Sariism shows get. So it wasn't Sari sold out, but it was sold out anyway. Um, we had Hazuki and Koguma beating Itsuki Aoki and um, maiden name Sakura Hirota on this one. Uh, Hazuki got the win for her team over Hirota. I've seen the pictures. This was everything I could have imagined, and I cannot wait to see it. Because, um, yeah, Hirota was doing the butt poke. But why is her name Kusei Sakura Hirota? She's just Sakura Hirota. I'm not sure. I don't think Stardom got the memo that you say is they, a special they don't know they don't no know. They, they don't uh, know there's this picture on a stardom on the stardom website of itsuki Oki doing the bear pose and i don't know why but her face looks very chad face like she looks like she uh, like just the picture it's i yes. i don't know how to describe yes. it it's very it it's like <laughs> she's channeled enoki yeah like why is like why is her chin so like pronounced and like her just like yeah. her like smolder is like that's incredible like what is Shots at Sakiyoki. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, you know what, what it is. There was a lot of finger poking by Hirota. Um, yeah. So I cannot wait to see that. Um, in the Y shirt battle royal, Chi Chi got the win over Waka Skiyama in 17 and a half minutes. This is Chi Chi's first ever win in pro wrestling. Some wrestlers get a big build up to their first win. And they like get a win in their home promotion over a, a cool wrestler. Chi Chi, on the other hand, she got to win a white shirt battle royal. So, um, yeah, there's a photo here of Zones and Saida. It looks oh, like yeah, it, having a pose off. Uh, Zones, Saida, and Chan Yoda had like a, a, a segment of it. Yeah, I saw pictures of it, this. Looks like the single most cracked match I've ever seen. Like, there's white dust in the air around Ram Kai Chow. Uh, like, I yeah, this looks like it's really funny, but also the white shirt thing is very. Oh no! <laughs> um, yeah, but so, you know, you know, I might eventually watch this if it's funny, and I will I'm watch, to watch it. This. Yeah, I will not be watching it in in, in public. Nobody will, will well, no. see that. Like, it's I wouldn't uh, do that to myself. Saida looking jacked as always. Uh, by the way, yes, like. Dude, her like, zones that, are fucking built. Holy shit! Because they did that uh that pose off like last year, right? Yeah. Um, Saida is wearing the same outfit. She has gotten so much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I didn't even notice it, but this chick is jacked. Like, holy shit. Um, you know, random, random Ram Kai Chow reference. Uh, so the insiders, which are the guys that got fired from from WWE. Um, they have been doing a TW save of 2004 and Brennan Williams or Masse or Mace, however you call him, uh, booked New Jack in a dancing contest with an eight-year-old Ram Kai Chow. And I just think that's 
that's what TW is all about. That, that's all I want. Yeah, is, honestly. Because you mentioned Ramka Chow, and I was just like, oh, yeah, you know. Well, you she know, was in the funny. match, so, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's yeah. here. But, no, I just thought that was a funny thing that I, I would bring up. Shouts out Brandon Williams. All right. Um, the match after that, then, was the reveal of X. It was uh, Natsuko Tora taking on Venny. And this ended in just under 15 minutes with a double countout. This was basically a two-on-one match with Momo and Natsuko beating on Venny. Um, and then Venny fought back. So we went from Utami versus Venny to an Uedo Tai heel shenanigans match. And I do not think there has been a bigger drop in quality <laughs> yeah. ever. So um, we'll have to wait and see uh, how it goes. But In 1430, uh, they couldn't have just waited it out? <laughs> yeah. Like and Momo Watanabe was right there. Would you not do Momo versus Venny? Is that not easier for the politics? Momo's not a wrestler anymore. That's true. Yeah, she's just she's a, a baseball wrestler. player. She's a baseball yeah. player. Um, yeah, I don't know. A friend was... of mine, a friend of mine, did mention uh, this morning that like, I think it's safe to say at this point the fall off, like the allowed fall off of Momo Watanabe, is kind of disgusting. Um, just in terms of like missing out you know i can't even defend it anymore i used to be like it's fine her time will come and i'm like will it <laughs> maybe it like, will yeah, I, but it, it should I, be now one day if it does come hey i'll i'll eat crow and i'll be happy about it obviously but like this this girl is one of the greatest wrestlers like just in the world and she just yeah. doesn't wrestle for real most of the time <laughs> it's it's pretty sad but you know what we just have to take what we get and wait but yeah she should have i feel like she should have faced Venny. i don't really understand why you got not to go there it's a political nightmare like you went from one political nightmare to another because clearly at least one of them was going to be fun you know what i mean yeah like one was a dream match and the other is natsuko tora heel shenanigans so um I, I don't i don't i don't know but yeah i'm not excited to see that but i'm sure it will age better than i'm thinking um the main event anyway was saki akai takumi aroha and azumi beating kaho kobayashi rini amashita and natsu samire in just under nine minutes when takumi pinned natsu with a running three so um yeah, I'm sure that was fun. Yeah. So uh, Azumi whipped Natsu with her whip. Ah. Uh, that's a picture here. Throwback. They start crying. Everybody start crying. <laughs> this is the most indie match I've ever seen. I, I kind of like it. it. But yeah. It's indie rific, but like in a good way. Yeah. And hey, Takumi won, so I can't really be too upset. And uh, everybody she came back talk. from America and was like, "Okay, now who am I been?" Yeah, why not? Did she? Did she? Oh, she re- she retained the belt as well, didn't she? She beat Masha and yeah, on West Coast sure. Pro. Yeah, so good for her. Um, anyway, we have some stuff to preview. I don't know how much to preview. Um, There's a big post-match thing, but it, I it's it. it's a lot of like, hey, Natsu. Natsu was like thankful to Stardom and stuff for helping her get to where she is, and uh, Saki Kai talked about how she's retiring, and she's happy she got to wrestle everybody. Uh, Takumi talked about how she was injured for her anniversary, so she was happy to wrestle on this one. Just, you know, everybody kind of being chill. Um, now there's two oh, shows right. in the coming week. Uh, one of them is tomorrow, uh, so it'll happen by the time this goes up. So I don't think there's any real reason to 
discuss it, but we can just run through. Because I mean, it looks hard. like a great card. Yeah, so it, it's on the 19th, as you know. Uh, it is a Tag League uh, show in Corken Hall. Uh, currently, only the front row is sold out. So if Stardom pulls another bad number, people are going to start talking about his company is dead. People love to doom and gloom about Stardom lately. So uh, They love doom and gloom about everything, to be fair. That's true, that's true. But I feel like, especially Stardom, if this is a bad number, people are going to say, oh, it's dead. The company's dead. So um, I look forward to that. Um, anyway, we have an opener of Lady C and Miyu Amasaki versus Nasuko Tora and Momo Watanabe. Um, obviously, the team in Tag League is going to beat the team that is not in Tag League. So Her, These poor girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have a four-way match. Siori Ano versus Mina Shirakawa versus Ami Sore versus Roka. So, yeah, sure. Um, have... Anu over Ruaka? Yeah. I don't. I don't see a need to give predictions. This show will have happened. <laughs> we will just age badly. Yeah, but that's usually what happens. Who cares? That's true. Uh, the match after is a blue goddess block match. It is FWC versus Mirai and My Sakurai. So um, a real oh, indication yeah. of just how hard they're pushing uh, My Sakurai here. Yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I, I made a. I did make a spreadsheet. Everybody, I made a spreadsheet for um. For this for this tournament for some reason um i do have azuki and kogma winning here but you never know all right you never know yeah um the month after that is a blue goddess block match it is mayu iwatani and hanan also known as eye contact versus micah and megan bain also known as divine kingdom and yes the hosses should absolutely throw the baby faces around here yes probably um, yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about because uh, the Gas Star Gas tournament doesn't really matter. But I think the most like feasible thing for this tournament is kind of doing what they did with uh, what New Japan did with Okada and Jeff Cobb a few years ago, where they just beat everybody and then they come down to each other, and whoever wins that match is just like it's a runaway. Because um, Suzuki and Koguma and Divine Kingdom are last day. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling those two teams either like maybe there'll be like a draw, like maybe FWC draws with someone or like it's an upset loss somewhere. Uh, maybe Micah and Megan, same thing, might draw with someone or get an upset loss once. But other than that, I kind of see it being a shootout at the end between those two teams. Because uh, I can't see either of them losing a lot for this tournament. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. The match after that is a red goddess block match. It is Siri and Saki Kashima. Um, they, they have the crazy name, as you said. Concave, Anicon, Convex, which is, Anicon. is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Anicon, and they take Anicon on... The, yeah, yeah. Yes. And they take on Saida and Hanako. Um, I mean, I imagine Siri might beat somebody here just to keep herself looking good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Ida and Hanako losing to Mina and Waka told me that they're they're going winless in this tournament. Um, All right. So that's probably where we're going with it. I mean, I would love to see an Ida upset over Sakakashima, but I just don't really think that's happening. Okay. Um, the main event then is a pretty high-profile match. It is Suzu Suzuki and Meisera versus Julia and Tekla. So Mafia Bella get off the board here um, in the tournament. They haven't wrestled yet. So and this... I feel like Tekla... 
Pecla either pins May Sarah to set up a title match, or she just loses. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'd right. probably have Julian Tecla over here, mm. um, because they are going to give up that Risa Sarah and Krumi match. Like Julian Tecla are going to lose that because mm-hmm. uh, Tecla. Um, yeah. So I think they kind of need one of these bigger matches to win. And um, those three yeah, are why like not? the only the only real teams in this tournament. In the side of the tournament. Um, That's true. Well, not literally. Not and Momo could do well, but like the only the only final potentials are Julia Tecla, Suzume, and Risa and Kurumi. To me, yeah. Um, so of those three, I think Julia and Tecla need a win because I think they're going to lose to Risa and Kurumi. All right, that's fair. Um, there is the fan meetings this weekend, so there's no show on the Saturday because uh, they're going to be doing back-to-back autograph sessions and stuff. So the sh- next show is on Sunday, and it is on the Eddie Onosak Arena number two. Oh, my God. Um, what? Oh, my God. What? Do you see the first match? Um, Like the opener or? The opener. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's been two weeks. Let's go. Let's go. It is. This is incredible. It is on the 22nd of October. Daughters of Stardom Tag League in Osaka. Eddie on Osaka Arena number two. The series continues. The rivalry is renewed. Lady C versus Rocka. How do they do this so often? (laughs) Like, it's, it's getting to the point where it's like... I just, I'm amazed, man. I'm amazed. You can keep your Tanahashi Okada. I have Lady C Rock. Their last match was the 29th of last month. Rock. We're getting to the point where this is a monthly match. As it should. This is a monthly match. As it should. So, uh, Rock is winning. Because, yeah, that's that's usually she how that goes. She doesn't really lose these, yeah. No. Um, I mean, Lady C is in the tournament, though. Maybe they want to give her a little, that's a little true. something. Uh, we... I think Rock probably wins. Yeah, probably. Uh, we have Micah and Megan Bain in non-tournament action against Ami Sori and Saki Kashima. Uh, Megan Bain is going to win again, as she does. Yeah. Um, we have a Blue Goddess block match. It is FWC versus O2 Lion. Um, you know, if if O2 Lion wasn't starting their tournament with this match, I would say this is like upset potential or like draw potential. But probably still is. You probably, I mean, this is one of the few yeah. times FWC could drop. But that's that's what I'm thinking is that's like at first I thought oh maybe because last year I remember they had a pretty like important match like not important but I think it like they all talked about how it was important to them so I could see Azumi kind of getting a win over Koguma or even Hazuki at this point um and just or pushing a draw you know they could do like kind of bits and do like a double count out like they FWC can do sometimes because they do comedy occasionally um. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is one of those cases where you could see a a drop in points for FWC. All right. Okay. Um, we have another Blue Goddess block match. It is Mayu Iwatani and Hanan of Eye Contact versus Mirai and Mai Sakurai. Um, so again, this is another uh, task of just how much they are pushing Mai Sakurai because a Hanan loss is a very easy one here. But they could also just have Mayu get a win because her team will have to win eventually, right? Yeah. Um... yeah. Yeah, Mayu and Hanan are kind of 
I don't know. It depends on if Tam and Yuma, Yuna are around. Because mm. I feel like Tam and Yuna were kind of set to have a pretty weak tournament, honestly. Because I think Yuna yeah. is one of the lowest ranking wrestlers in the company. Uh, that even like other people can upset her in a way. Yeah. So outside of that, and if they lose this match, it's kind of rough going because they'll have two wins that they can get, really. Mm. And that's not very good. Not at all. And I think Hanan is a bit better than that. I think Mayu and Hanan should win this match. Uh, yeah. Who would have thought? But, you know, they do like well, their their royalty. Their whatever the that's fuck true. she is. That's true. Um, we then have Red Goddess block match. It is Suzuki and Meisera versus Sai, Ida, and Hanako. I would expect Crazy Star to get the win there. Yes. You know what's something that I didn't even think about? What? Uh, Risa Fella. And Risa Sarah are meeting for the first time since Hanako became Risa, not Risa Fella. Oh yeah, true. Not not this weekend, but in this tournament because they're in the same block. What a collision! Really. I hope Hanako yeah. does Risa Sarah moves. This is a throwback. I hope they have a, a standoff. Like that's all I want is like for them to like vaguely acknowledge that they know each other. Yeah, like, that's what I want from these matches, from like those like little like, oh, we used to know each other, homie, type of things. I mean, why not? Um, the main event then is a Red Goddess block match. It is Julia and Tekla versus Natsuko Tora and Momo Watanabe. Um, if Julia and Tekla are going to get points, it will be in a match like this because Julia can beat both basically. Yeah, yeah. She is Julia after all. Natsuko, all right. Momo. Probably don't break even. Um, I don't know. To be honest, uh, it just depends on how they feel. Of six matches, I think they have two safe wins. Uh, kind of. Uh, they yeah. already have one win. They they have maybe maybe two more safe wins. So yeah, I guess they will hit even. Um, then again, they could get upset by like Amina and Awaka, because I think they yeah. probably beat Momo. I don't know. I think you're thinking too much about tag about league, yeah. especially because last year I remember the booking was very forehead. Like everybody who was good just won, and there was like yep. two upsets in the entire tournament, like at most. So I think you're just gonna keep yeah, tag and, league really simple. And Mina and Waka already won their match. So yeah, I think uh, I think I'm thinking too much. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's everything from us. Um. Mm. You know, we said Tag League would give us time to discuss things, and I think we did that. We got to dive into everything we wanted. Uh, so next week, we will be back to review um, whatever is up from this week, and we will preview the Halloween show as best as, as, best as we can for a show that likely won't matter, and uh, the next Tag League show, which is in Shizuoka. So that should tell you how great that'll be. Yeah! Uh, oh. We are so back. Oh, Tam's set to be back. So they they have Tam supposed to be back on that show. Um, Yeah, I I think we'll know soon whether she's in Tag League or not. I think they're going to have to make that decision soon. So, um, yeah, I think we'll know probably by next week what the story is there. You know, uh, a lot of people have been been talking about how I mention Kingdom Hearts every week. I'm going to mention it again. Um, I've actually, instead of playing the games, because they didn't remaster 358 Days Over 2, um, which if you have never played Kingdom Hearts, that's a fucking crazy name, I know. Yes. But uh, 
they didn't remaster it, so I've been having to read the manga uh, oh. of of the game because they made a manga out of it. And I think it's a great manga. It is phenomenal. It's very fun to read. Uh, but that also prevents me from moving forward in the story and like actually playing the video game. So I'm like itching. <laughs> I'm itching to get to Kingdom Hearts 2, but I'm like, I want to finish the story. I've got to finish the story. And that, that's where I'm at right now in Kingdom Hearts. In case anybody okay. Much like Cody Rhodes. Yeah, regular Kingdom Hearts updates. It's our newest bit. Because yeah. we dropped all the other bits. Because we forgot them. Yeah. yeah. I also just don't have the money to buy cookies no more. You know what I mean? I was, I was staying fair. stocked with cookies back in the day. I, I, I saying, Everything's I just too expensive now. You know? Real. You're, it's, you're right. it's crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, I go outside and it's like, that'd be a fiver. And I'm like, but uh, like, <laughs> there aren't many fivers to go around, please. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's getting rough out here. We're going to have to make a Patreon soon just to like have cookies and monsters. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but anyway. Miss, I miss my Cookie Monster era. Yeah, it was it was something. Um, that is that for this show. Uh, we'll be back next week, as I say. Um, yeah, with that, it's time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.